This podcast is now streaming on the Accounting Influencers main show. Subscribe to the Accounting Influences podcast to listen to more content just like this. You can also watch this episode on YouTube. Please like and subscribe to learn even more from the very best experts, thought leaders and influencers in the accounting and fintech world. Accounting Influencers Broadcast Network presents UK Matters in Accounting with Rob Brown and Martin Bissett. Sponsored by Accountex. Welcome to UK Matters in Accounting with me, Rob Brown. On behalf of the Accounting Influencers Podcast Network, we have a show going out every day to the accounting and fintech world in 150 countries, thousands of accounting professionals all over. I'm thrilled to have with me today a guest interviewee. It's Lucy Coyne from Mazuma. Hello, Lucy. I'm doing splendid. Now, this is a slot that I normally share with Martin Bissett. He's got lots to say on the UK accounting scene. He's been in the game a long time. We've been doing a series of live interviews taken from Accountex, which is the biggest show in Europe over the last few months. And we're just changing this now. We're bringing in guest slots like you to say what is on your mind and what is affecting the UK accounting and fintech profession. What do you want to talk about today? Something I'd quite like to talk about. It's It happened a lot during COVID. Uh, and it's something that we're seeing happening. I mean, just today, the day we recorded this, there's been yet another U-turn uh, by the government where we're no longer ditching the 45p rate of tax. It's now remaining in place. I think that the ability to deal with a swiftly changing environment uh, in terms of tax is something that UK accountants increasingly have to handle and have to deal with. And it's a skill set that we started developing during COVID when we were there on a Friday waiting for those announcements and our clients believed we all had a bat phone and that we knew what was going on before they did. And we're all just sat there furiously updating our blogs on the Friday evenings with whatever the latest you know, scheme was going to be. It's something accountants did really well. It's a very reactive place to be in, but that skill set of being able to deal with that and communicate that to your clients, I think is something increasingly as the world becomes wilder, we're going to have to, uh, we're going to have to deal with. You're bringing up a few points here. One is being uh, mindful of it and keeping on top of all the news that is coming out. Take MTD, making tax digital, that whole thing. And we could be speaking to accountants from any country, the amount of US tax laws and changes coming out, government schemes and initiatives. First, having the bandwidth to stay on top of all of that and know what it's all about. But secondly, is communicating that to the people that matter within your firm and to your client base. So how do we start to develop that agility as an accounting profession? It takes effort. You know, it, it's, it does take real effort. And you can't be the only one doing it in your firm. You know, if it's, if it's, if it's just you, you're going to have to be. But you've probably got maybe a smaller client base if it's just you. So that might be easier to handle. You could potentially quite easily uh, you get a, a, a shot out to all clients in one go and maybe the way you communicate with them is less formal it's more kind of friendly you've got that one-on-one -on -one relationship if it's not just you and your firm and you've got more people you need to uh, divide and conquer when it comes to this sort of thing so you need to have people and you say right you are taking tax you are taking VAT you're taking COVID relief you're taking nest or pensions or whatever it's going to be and any updates to come on that that's your area you need to 
draft up, if something comes up, you know, draft up something no more than six bullet points. People need to be aware. I think more than six bullet points, you lose people. You can't be writing you know, huge 3000 word articles about this and then signpost to the information and invite an opportunity for clients to engage in further questions if they want to. Some of them won't want to. And there's no point kind of booking in a call with every single client when some of them aren't interested or just go, well, you know, you're going to you're going to deal with that. That's fine. I don't need to know about it. Some will want details, some won't. And you'll know which clients will want what by your kind of client profiling, you're your, knowing your customer. But you need to divide and conquer. You, need, you can't do it all yourself um, if you've got anything kind of you know, over maybe 100 or so clients. No. And you remind me of the difference between a generalist and a specialist. Yes. If you can't go a mile wide and an inch deep because you're not really adding much value and information. But you have to pick a lane, if you like, and swim in that lane, drive in that lane and go deeper so you can speak with more authority. That's what trusted advisors do, surely. Absolutely. So we've got people within our business who have special interests. So we are quite a general, you know, we're a very generalist practice. We, because of the market we work in, micro businesses, much of the advice is uh, the same over and over because it's the same types of businesses have the same kind of problems. So when different bits of legislation change or come out, we have people who have kind of special interests within the firm. So-and-so uh, loves VAT and so-and-so loves personal tax and this person likes corporation tax. And they just have that on their radar. It's their little task that they do. If anything comes out, they, they leap in, prepare it, send it out. We've also got somebody, I know we're in more of a position to uh, be able to do this because we're slightly larger, but we have someone who's head of professional standards and she kind of oversees this. So she kind of makes make sure that people are staying up to date and everything firstly for staff cpd making sure that everyone's some staff as we all know will take more of an interest in cpd than others making sure that everyone kind of is dragging them along with us and making sure that we're getting what needs to be sent out to clients out to clients and that's a real skill you can't overwhelm people you can't tell them every single minutiae of every single tax legislative update because you'll just lose them and they will miss the important messages that they need to hear from you but if it directly impacts them that's when you need to get the messaging out to them and do it in the way that suits that client so that you make the impact one of the mistakes i've seen particularly throughout covid when there was a torrent of updates and regulatory changes and furloughs and everything else is that accounting firms by and large would put out blanket messages and say here's the latest government change on this click this link and it goes to a government website and there's an, an overload of information now and what was missing was the practical applications of that and here are the two or three key takeaways or if you're in position x then you need to do y that's an important part of this isn't it absolutely and it's having that's what your clients pay you for is to disseminate information that's relevant to them when they come to you they're not asking you, know, you're doing my tax um, and you're not just handing them over all of your ACCA books. And go, well, here you go. This is all the information you're ever going to need. Knock yourself out. Because the point is that we're able to kind of filter that and and translate it into a message that they understand the way they understand it. And the same has to happen with all of these changes. What we do notice is that when there is economic news or things going on in the news, like tax rate changes, like mini budgets and all that kind of stuff, um, uh, the number of phone calls we get increases and the number of emails we get increases and we we try to get ahead of it because you don't want to sit there and have to respond individually to 150 separate emails asking the same thing you want to get ahead of it and say to people we know there's going to be a mini budget budget announcement today we'll be in touch with you if it affects you at this time afterwards and you're managing expectation and then you're delivering what you said you're going to do what you'll do then is you'll cut down on that noise from your client base where people have panicked and they've gone i've just heard this thing in the news about ir35 what does that mean for me 
you can get ahead of it and go, we know this is happening. We're going to get in contact with you if it affects you. If we've not got in contact with you and you think it affects you, please contact us here. And actually, you'll find that that's really effective in managing that. There's huge value, too, in their business client, knowing that they only need to defer to one person on this rather than being bombarded with perhaps conflicting messages, different news sources, different gurus. If they can go to their accountant, their bookkeeper, their advisors, or know that their advisors are going to be the go-to source for them to know what's going on, that must be a blessing for them. Yeah, it's a peace of mind thing. So what we do as a profession is we're also selling peace of mind. We're saying to our clients, don't worry about this. We've got it. You know, One of our uh, phrases at Mazuma is, don't worry about your accounts. We've got this. And what, all, what you almost want your clients to be is in a place where they don't feel like they've got to doom scroll the news because they're worried about taxes. They're just going to sit there and go, "My, if I need to worry about it, my accountant's going to tell me. And that's when you know you've got that really rich relationship with your client. When they they like, I don't need to watch the news. My accountant will tell me if I need to worry about it. That's their problem. That's perfect. That's what you want. What you don't want, I'm thinking, is a few people in an accounting practice that are interested in this and feel that it's important, but it's not come from the top down. You're clearly setting a culture in your firm that we're going to be very intentional about this. And here's the way we're going to do it. And I'll deploy you, you and you in these areas and you'll go here and which bits do you want to do? So everyone's playing their part. That comes from you as a leader and owner, Lucy, doesn't it? Yes, we're very deliberate. In... You can't go half-hearted at it, I guess is what I'm saying. Absolutely not. No, you, you need to have people who are willing to take complete ownership of it and to drive it forward with your support and blessing and and, and say, look, this you own this and I will always sense check it and make sure it's doing all the right things and you're not going to get in trouble, um, but making sure that they know they've got ownership of it and it's theirs to own. And that also creates really good opportunities between employee and employer I think for development and, and opportunity and all that stuff like I've been trying to get my staff to film videos about things and it's very hard to get anybody to uh, volunteer to do a video so we got around it by saying look let's do it a little bit like this let's we'll do a zoom I'll ask you questions and then you get all this expertise that comes out uh, it's getting them into that place where they're willing to do it themselves but giving them that ownership of each section presumably another aspect of this is giving them the time and space to do this professional development and stay current. We did a, a recent episode with you around quiet quitting. This idea that you shouldn't have to do it all. You shouldn't have to hustle. You shouldn't have to spend hours extra above and beyond your nine to five, if you like. So you must intentionally give people permission and resource to get this stuff done. Yeah, we do. We very much say, so we, we, you, we're we not a time-based practice. We're not, a, we measure time, big time sheets debate. We measure time, but not in terms of, you've got to be at your desk this certain amount of hours it's all about outputs and then you've got certain outputs you have to hit and then the rest of the time is really yours for development and that some some months you don't have that much time for development and other months you do and that's the time where you get to follow those little passion projects we've got one member of staff in particular who loves loves VAT absolutely loves it there's not a case she won't delve into uh and that's fantastic and it gives her that's her passion it lets her do that and then she could own it and it's for the good of the firm as well and then everyone else loves learning from her because she's always got some weird story about some odd vat law from the 1800s it's great <laughs> in a minute just to finish off lucy i'm going to ask you for one or two tips you might give to the listeners in the uk in their firm's practices to be a little bit more agile and intentional with keeping on top of all the changes that are coming out there in a very fast moving well but just before that, uh, one of the things that's exciting you at the moment is ProNation, the launch of a new mentoring coaching program for accountants with Carl Reader, Will Farnell, UK accountants all over will know about 
you three, because you're all running successful seven-figure firms, doing it in very different ways. What's brought this initiative about, Lucy Prono? If I was going to be entirely honest, uh, neither one of the three of us uh, has, has, enough, has enough to do it on our own, no. As in, like, we need other people around us to bounce off and to give the best value. But you have ran mentoring and coaching before all three of you. You've ran your own separate programs, but something's come together that makes three heads better than one, hasn't it? I think that's what we realise. I think we realise that when Will, Carl and I get together, there's a little magic that happens and we we vibe off each other, we bat ideas around, we um, make fun of each other. And I think there's it's so much richer than the stuff we've all done individually. I think that, that, like you said, the three heads is better than one thing. It's I come out of them feeling like I've been coached. I come out of the sessions I have with Carl and Will when we're talking about plans and what we're going to talk about. I come out of that feeling like, oh, I've learned something there. That's fantastic. And I, I hope they do too. They've never told me they haven't. So I'm going to assume they have. Um, but it, it, it's fantastic. And it's sharing that kind of enthusiasm and difference of opinion with a wider audience. I think there's real magic in that. And that's what I'm really excited about. When Pronation fully launches, we'll be able to tap into this at different price points and get the benefit of your experience. You're all very successful in your different ways, running different kinds of firms with different kinds of clients in different areas of specialism and expertise and experience and, and diversity. So that's where the three heads are better than one is coming in. So we'll definitely learn more about that. That's really exciting. And Lucy, just leave our listeners with, they want to be more agile. They recognize that more and more legislation, regulatory changes are coming up. They want to be informative and stay current with their clients, stay relevant, stay competitive, if you like. A couple of tips for them to take away from today's recording. I think one of the main things you have to do, information comes at us from all angles, thick and fast in today's world. The first thing you need to do is you want to position yourself as the only port of call for your clients. So they're not going to other sources and they're not getting the waters muddied by other messaging. And the next is controlling the noise. So... When you've done that, rightly, people then, you'll get a load of extra messages in saying, I've just seen this thing. Can you tell me about it? You need to control the noise and get ahead of things. So when things like the mini budget, for example, you know it's going to be announced, you get the messaging out and you go, we know this is happening. I don't want you to worry about it. We're going to get in touch if it's applicable to you. If you don't hear from us, it means it doesn't affect you. And at that point, what you're doing is you're taking any decision making away from your client. You're 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 relieving them of the nonsense of having to figure out for themselves whether it applies to them or not. You're taking that responsibility from them and letting them be happier for it. If you can get those two things in place, so sort of controlling the noise and making them only kind of listen to you, make sure they come to you first, you'll end up with a client relationship in that in that way that really works and allows you to demonstrate the real value that you can add to them without kind of having to there's nothing more frustrating as an accountant when someone comes to you and says oh my mate says they read this thing and can I do this and you have to explain why not you want to get to a place where your client just goes well it might if I need to worry about it my accountant will tell me and that's the perfect position to be in. And just a final addition to this, Lucy, we have a lot of fintech influencers and software vendors that listen to the show because they want to stay informed about what's happening to accountants. So I'm thinking likewise, with all the changes in technology going on and the digitalization of the profession, struggle saying that word then, these influencers serving the accounting profession can be equally informative to the accountants out there that they serve and sell to and sell through in giving them the information they need to about the software and tech that's out there. Yeah, absolutely. Again, they want to have that relationship with their accounting clients or their accountants they serve to have the same relationship so that they're 
disseminating the right information to the right clients at the right time. Fantastic. Lucy Cohen, thanks so much for joining us on the UK Matters in Accounting podcast. You're very welcome. Thanks for having me, Rob. Accounting Influencers Broadcast Network presents UK Matters in Accounting with Rob Brown and Martin Bissett. Sponsored by Accountex.